you know and I'm still willing and I was out on the road late at night I seen my pretty Alice in every headlight Alice Dallas Alice and I've been from Tucson to Tucumcari Carry to Hatcha Peter Town above driven every kind of rig that's ever been made driven the back road so I wouldn't get way and if you give me weed white sand wine and you show me a
I've been kicked by the wind Robbed by the sleet Had my head stoved in But I'm still on my feet And I'm still Smuggled some smokes and folks from Mexico Baked by the sun every time I go to Mexico And I'm still And I've been from Tucson to Tucumcari To Hatchapia, Tonopah Driven every kind of rig that's ever been made Driven the back road so I wouldn't get White sand white. And you show me a sign I'll be willing To be moving Wanted man in California, wanted man in Ohio, wanted man in Kansas City, wanted man in Buffalo, wanted man in Oklahoma, wanted man in Oshine, wherever you might look tonight, you might see this wanted man. I might be in Colorado or Georgia by the sea. Working for some man who may not know who I might be And if you see me coming And you know who I am Don't you breathe it to nobody Cause you know I'm on the land Wanted man by Lucy Watson Wanted man by Jeannie Brown Wanted man by Nellie Johnson Wanted man in this text town and I've had all that I've wanted Of a lot of things I've had And a lot more than I've needed Of some things that turned out bad Sidetracked in El Paso Stopped to get myself a map I went the wrong way into Juarez With Juanita on my lap And I went to sleep in Shreveport Woke up in Abilene Wondering why the hell I'm wanted At some town halfway between Wanted man in Albuquerque Wanted man in Baton Rouge Wanted man in Tallahassee, wanted man in Syracuse There's somebody out to grab me, anywhere that I might be Wherever you might look tonight, you might get a glimpse of me Wanted man in California, wanted man in Ohio Wanted man in Kansas City, wanted man in Buffalo Wanted man in Oklahoma, wanted man in Old Cheyenne, wherever you might look 
tonight you might see this wanted man Wherever you might look tonight you might see this wanted man started there with Taj Mahal and Six Days on the Road from his 1969 LP Giant Step with Jesse Ed Davis on the lead guitar written by Carl Montgomery and Earl Green that song Montgomery was a sound engineer at Muscle Shoals Sound Studios and it was first a hit for country singer Dave Dudley in 1963 and it began a craze for truck driving country songs Little Feet in the Middle, with another fine homage to the road haulage industry, Willing, from their 1971 debut LP, just called Little Feet, with Ry Cuda as guest guitarist on that track, playing Slide. And we just heard George Thorogood and his version of Wanted Man, which Bob Dylan wrote for Johnny Cash, although if you listen to Johnny Cash's intro to the song on his San Quentin album, he says that he and Bob Dylan wrote it together at his... Johnny Cash's home. George Thurigood's recording there is taken from a CD reissue of his 1982 album, Bad to the Bone, a boneless track. Hiya, you're listening to Radio Kershaw in association with Songlines magazine, our media partner. And I'm boyishly thrilled to tell you that today, downstairs in my kitchen, and tuning up right now, and being looked after, no doubt, by young Bertie, is my old friend and hero, Loudon Wainwright III. And we'll be joining Loudon after this little sequence, starting with these guys, a musical collective based in the Barbès neighbourhood of Paris with members from Morocco, Algeria, France, Egypt and the United States. And they are Alcazar. I'm 
Clark's version of Satamasa Ghana in the ghetto, Big Joe called that piece, and it was produced by King Tubby, and it's one of many glorious tracks on the compilation If DJ Was Your Trade, The Dreads at King Tubby's, 1974 to 1977, and that was released back in the 1990s by the much-missed Blood and Fire label. What a great reggae reissue label that was. Before Big Joe, Alcazar from Barbès in Paris, where I used to go shopping for African records when I had the money to do that. And the piece we heard there was called Hobeik Thaurat, and it's from this uh, Alcazar album, the debut album, in fact, and that's called Who Are We? 
and it's on the Glitter Beat label. Right then, Bertie's been up to tell me he's made a new friend in the kitchen, a funny man with a guitar, and he's called in to see us on his current UK and Irish tour. Sitting at the kitchen table, I'm proud to say, the great Loudon Wainwright. Loudon, over to you. In the church around the corner, everything is gay. Mary Bell and Jackie Horner, tis their wedding day. See the bride hide her eyes, how her cheeks do flush. If you knew her like I do, you'd say she ought to blush. See the bride hide her eyes, she knows everybody's wise. No wonder she's a blushing bride. Every boy in every pew knows how she can fill and coo. No wonder she's a blushing bride. Preacher reads the service while the organ plays. He gets kind of nervous. He knew her in her younger days. Seven daddies, so they say, have come to give this bride away. No wonder she's a blushing bride. Oh, 
Where did you get that one from, though? You know, I did this record a couple of years ago. I sang with Vince Giordano and the Nighthawks, this great jazz group that specialized in music from the 19... American pop music from the 1920s. All that Hawkins stuff. Yeah, oh, all that, those great songs. Yeah. You know, Irving Berlin and... Uh, Fats Waller and, uh, you know, Hoagie Carmichael. And um, so we spent a lot of time looking for great old songs. And this was one of the ones. This was written by a rather obscure guy called Art Fowler. <laughs> but uh, it's a great song. I, I don't know how politically incorrect it is these days. But I figured I could get away with it here. When does that worry you? <laughs> yeah, the name of that album I made was called I'd Rather Lead a Band. Oh, yeah. Well, you've got a new one. Ah. Lifetime Achievement on the proper label, and uh, it's just out in the UK. Like, the new album seems to have a fixation on uh, your anticipation of your imminent demise. Well, I'm getting up there. Uh, I had my 76th birthday the other day, but but you know, in fact, I've been obsessed with my demise <laughs> since my beginning. So I mean, your first selfie, <laughs> right in Delaware when I was, I was younger. younger. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, that's the first line on the first song on the first album. So I have been, uh, you know, kind of hung up, I suppose, on uh, aging and and death. Uh, uh, but and now, now, boy getting to be that time so uh, why not write about it or continue to write about it you're 14 years older than me but even me at 62 do you feel the same thing how on earth did I get here how quickly did that go yeah yeah it is it's a shocking thing but, that happens to us all being 62 in my case is for other people it's not for me yeah yeah well Fasten your safety belt because there's this more. The numbers get worse and higher, and they fly by. They do. Yeah, it is a. You start out on the local and you wind up on the express. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we can be positive. Look, Paul McCartney still performing at eighty. Yeah. Likewise, Paul Simon also eighty. Right. Bob Dylan eighty-one. Wow. Still going strong. Still yeah. touring. Mick Jagger seventy-nine. Keith Richards, 78, and Willie Nelson, 89. Yeah, yeah. And I get Willie Nelson's newsletter emailed to me. Willie's adding loads and loads of dates across... No, I know, he's working ...across the, the United time. States. Yeah. He's gigging like crazy, and he's, he's nearly 90. Yeah, well... So you're, you're but a juvenile, Lone. That's right, I'm a kid, I'm a punk, <laughs> uh... And I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens. Very good. What would you like to do? Something off the new record? Let's see, yeah. Well, uh, well this your lovely dog here. What's his name? Bertie. Bertie? Bertie. Oh, do you know well, I'm just going to sing a song for you. Yeah, this song's for you. Yeah. I wrote this about my dog, Harry, who sadly is uh, in doggy heaven. shared ownership with him with uh, my ex-wife uh, Rita and uh, she got him in the end so this is uh, from Harry's point of view I suppose he lives on the east side now she's on the west the park is in between him and I guess it's for the best there are no man's land I can get me a walk when they meet in the middle to hand me off I 
Got a big bark, but not much of a bite. At the foot of her bed, I sleep there through the night. She pets me and spoils me, calls me her little boy. And each and every Christmas time, I get a new squeaky toy. <laughs> I stay with him. <laughs> We're both at a loss. Cause he gets kinda alpha. Acting like he's the boss. He and I used to wrestle back when I was just a pup. But we're older and slower now. We gave that all up. I never did figure out who was in the wrong. All that crying and yelling went on way too long. Everything changes, I suppose that was it. But they both seem so sad since the day they split. I'm in the middle, here in no man's land. I'm hoping for a truce. It's hard to understand why all this had to happen. It don't even seem real. Why don't they just lick and make up? <laughs> What's the big deal? <laughs> I never won a ribbon, I'm no best in show. I'm just a dumb mutt, what the hell do I know? Except the day that she got me, the day that got me sure was a great day. And they'd get back together if I had my way. up if I had my way. <laughs> no man's land, Lone Wainwright, live here in Kershaw's kitchen. Let me, I exaggerated a bit. There's some, I think, very positive and, and, and happy songs oh. on, on, on the new record. Um, it Takes Two suggests you, you're really happy at the moment. I'd have to say so. I mean, I'm, I've been living with a wonderful person called Susan Morrison, who works for the New Yorker magazine, classy uh, periodical, if ever there was one. And uh, she and I have been together about eight years. And, um, you know, it feels like I'm headed to double-digit land. <laughs> I've never had a relationship that's, that's gone into double digits. So, uh, again, we'll see what happens. Are you still living on Long Island? Yeah, I live out on the east end of Long Island. And... Um, Susan has a pad in Manhattan, so if we have wow. to go to town for... Very handy. Yeah, we, yeah. We, can, we can crash at her place. What does she do for the New Yorker? She's the articles editor. Oh, wow. She edits all kinds of stuff, and uh, she's been working there for years, so she's uh, an important cog in that wheel. Very good. What do you fancy doing next? Let's see... Let's see what else I could do that would be fun from the album. I forgot what's on the damn album. <laughs> so many incredible songs. How about it? It, it takes two. You want to hear that one? Yeah, a, All right, let's, let's, let's get crazy positive. <laughs> this, is a, this is the one in which you disown one man guy, isn't it? That's right, yeah. <laughs> this was written during the You Know What, which I guess we're still in, but nobody's wearing a mask today, so let's pretend it's all over. I have you 
each and every day So lucky that I'm not alone That's what I have to say And if you weren't here It's unclear Just what the hell I do When things get rough, one's not enough These days it takes two Two for the road We should have known Two when it's time for tea It takes two to boogaloo yeah. Two is company Two and things get rough 
one's not enough Thank God I have you These days it takes two Oh wow that's a lovely song, Loudon. Really is. Thanks. Su Su Susan must be very flattered. <laughs> I think she likes it, yeah. Good, good. We'll be back with more live music from Loudon Wainwright in the kitchen a bit later in the program.
First by the guy who wrote it, Toot Tibbet, and the live version we heard was recorded at a Toots and the Maytals concert at the Hammersmith Palais on the 29th of September 1980, and it was pressed up and released as an LP in a numbered limited quantity by Island Records within just 24 hours of the gig. And we just heard the white men in the Hammersmith Palais, the Clash of course, and their stonking interpretation of Pressure Drop, which first appeared as the B-side to their English Civil War single in early 1979. Now, in the last programme, and in one of these compare and contrast sequences, I played you two live versions of Bob Dylan's song Chimes of Freedom, one by the Birds at the Fillmore West in 1969, and the other by Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band in the Olympic Stadium Stockholm in 1988. Well, Loyal listener and regular correspondent Keith Taylor of Newcastle on Tyne got in touch to say he was half expecting me to follow those with Yusu and Dua's recording of Chimes of Freedom sung in his native Wolof language. How negligent of me, Keith. My apologies. Tlenga won two for two, Miggy Dongare. Nibigolol, you teddy. Chimelaki, Kawela. Yen and you melni, Ludon, Liberte. Diril, Girigambari. Don't care to Baldacul. Diril, Girigidon, Gadai. Tion, you meti. Angir ke pochami soldar ngu butu muranki chikutigi And we danced upon the chimes of freedom flashing Chibenambar chidukudi Nyingi lakatu ondi hon Nyingi khamenteni Nyingi don wanyeku Sorry, sorry, I'm 
through the city's melting furnace Unexpectedly we watched With faces hidden as the walls were tightening As the echo of the wedding bells Before the blowing rain Dissolved into the bells of the lightning Tolling for the rebel Tolling for the rig Tolling for the luckless The abandoned and forsaken Hammering of the wild ripping hail The sky cracked its palms in naked wonder At the clinging of the church bells Blew far into the night Leaving only bills of lightning and its thunder of the mind and the poet and the painter who lights up his rightful time and we gazed upon the chimes of freedom flashing Even though we 
clouds white curtain in a far off corner flared and the hypnotic splattered mist was slowly lifting electric light still struck like arrows fired but for the ones condemned to drift or else be kept from drifting Calling for the searching on their speechless singing trail for the lonesome hearted lovers with two personal a tale and for each unharmful gentle soul misplaced inside a jail and we gazed upon the chimes of freedom flashing Starry-eyed and laughing As I recall when we were caught Trapped by no track of ours For they hang suspended As we listened one last time And we watched with one last look Spellbound and swallowed Till the tolling ended Calling for the aching ones Whose wounds cannot be nursed For the countless confused accused Misused strung out ones and worse And for every hung up person In the whole wide universe And we gazed upon the chimes of freedom flashing Oh, bloody magnificent. Bob Dylan with Chimes of Freedom. Just 23 years old when he performed that there at the Newport Folk Festival in Rhode Island in July 1964 and no more than 22 when he wrote it. That recording eventually appeared on the No Direction Home album to accompany Martin Scorsese's documentary of the same name. At the time of that performance in July 64, it's worth bearing this in mind. Dylan hadn't yet released Chimes of Freedom. It wouldn't come out on the album Another Side of Bob Dylan until the following month, August 64. So those in the crowd at Newport had never heard it before. And what must they have thought when they heard him perform that? Blimey, what the fuck is this? And before Bob, we heard Yusu and Dua from Senegal, of course, with his reading of the song. And that version you'll find on Yusu's album, The Guide, Womat, and like Bob, it's on Columbia Records. Well, it's not getting any better, Doctor. I still keep buying LPs, and I've discovered there's a very good second-hand record stall here on Todmorden Market every Sunday. I do try to keep away, but sometimes curiosity gets the better of me, and I've picked up a couple of crackers recently for little more 
than Loose Change, a flattened Scruggs LP, and we'll hear something from that a bit later, and this, what I thought was going to be a Mighty Sparrow live album, as it's called Sparrow at the Hilton, and on the back cover there's a photograph of the Hilton Hotel in Port of Spain, and on the front there's a photo of Sparrow himself, microphone in hand, standing among the tables of diners, cabaret style, in the hotel ballroom. Um, it's nothing of the kind. Clearly, studio recordings by the great man, all from 1967. And here's what the, here's what the sleeve notes say about the track you're about to hear, Governor's Ball. Wherein a madwoman gate crashes a fate in the governor's mansion. There she was, blissfully carried away by song, allowing the music to dictate its own protocol. This naturally leads her to grab hold of the governor and let him in on a few of the deeper secrets of the dance floor. <laughs> to the extreme surprise of no one, she ends up shaking her fanny in the pro-constellar face. <laughs> Governor had a ball, I never see nothing so yet. A mad woman jumped the wall and invaded fed. Prospect with the battle in hand, conducting the police man. He said the woman shake, she waist in the governor face. Telling everybody inside the place. Shake the man don't like this, no I couldn't believe that the woman was so bold faced. Like no shake it up again, shake it up again, mama yo. Calypso, Calypso Maestro Mr. Prospect stopped the band, but that was a big mistake. Because now the mad woman won't give him a break. She said, if you want to conduct this band, it is your hard luck. Now, fellas, one, two, three, follow me. That is how I like to hear music play. And if you see how the mad woman break away, man, let me hear you blow. The governor tell the guard, put this lunatic outside. The woman is really mad, and she should be tied. When the soldier make him move, she say, where you trying to prove? I'm only having fun. Attention! Now behave yourself and do as I say. About turn the soldier, turn wrong and walk away. Listen, soldier boy, let me stay and enjoy the governor's ball. Mr. Prospect, don't stop at all. Thank you. 
spite of all the comments, prospects still they make no fuss. The woman was just a pest, but not dangerous. She hug up the governor, tighter than a wrestler. Now your excellency, dance with me. I was up in the madhouse resting easy. The sweet music of the band had me buzzed So let the music play, let the music play, let it play. Governor, let we break away.
Vanababa vanoramba, vanoramba mariwao, vanoramba vachingoti, tichambo mwao doro, shino perari kushidoro renyi, vanababa ere kogani. Vanamai vanoramba, vanoramba mariwao, vanoramba vachingoti, tichambo bika doro, shino kumari kushidoro renyi, Vana mama ere kogani Vakomana vanoramba Vanoramba mariwao Vanoramba vachingoti Chambo tamba pora Shino perari nikushe pora renyi Vana mwere kogani Vasikana vanoramba Vanoramba mariwao Vanoramba vachingoti Chambo tamba kiki Shino perari ni kuchekiki enyu Vasika nere koga Nika ika kumanasi Ika ngo kumanasi Muchange muripiko hamazanguwe Muchange muripiko babana mai Muchange muripiko sisina puti Kumato mkena mayangu Moto mgena mayangu unoto Chaso chema maswae kukuma Chaso chema maswae kupetisira Chaso chema maswae kukuma Chaso chema maswae kupetisira Udana jeso Auso muane Udana jeso Uzomuane, wadana jeso, auzomuane Chaso chema mazuae kukuma Chaso chema mazuae kupetisira Chaso chema mazuae kukuma Chaso chema mazuae kupetisira Wadana jeso Auzo muane, chato chema iwe, auzo muane That's Zimbabwean guitarist and singer Daniel Gonora, leader of the group Gonora Sounds and that track, Muchangi Murupiko, you'll find on the new Gonora Sounds LP, CD rather Hard Times Never Kill, and that's on the vital label of New York. In the middle was La Sonora Dinamita, the dynamite sound of Colombia, El Africano, the song in the Cumbia style, meaning the African man, and it's one of the tracks on a Sonora Dinamita best of that the World Music Network here in the UK released a few years ago. Amover la Colita, move your tail, it's called. And the first one there was the mighty Sparrow and his band from Trinidad, of course, with the undignified goings-on at the Governor's Ball from his 1967 LP, Sparrow at the Hilton. Now, New Orleans Barrel House pianist champion Jack Dupree wasn't the most talented nor the most sophisticated of boogie-woogie musicians, but what a life! He was orphaned at the age of eight and sent to live in the New Orleans home for coloured waves. The same orphanage Louis Armstrong was sent to as a child. 
Then, as a young man, Champion Jack met and became friends with, in Chicago, Joe Louie, the second greatest heavyweight of all time, who encouraged him to take up boxing. And he had more than 100 bouts, and he actually fought on the undercard at the first historic fight between Joe Louie and Matt Schmeling at Yankee Stadium in 1936. With the outbreak of World War II, Champion Jack enlisted in the US Navy as a cook, and he was the cook on the torpedo boat commanded by John F. Kennedy, which was sunk by the Japanese near the Solomon Islands in 1943. He survived, but was captured by the Japanese and spent two years in a prisoner of war camp. And after, after all that in the 1960s, he settled in, of all places, Halifax. Not Halifax, Nova Scotia. Halifax, Yorkshire, just up the road from here. And he lived there for ages, married a Halifax woman and continued to record and perform with British blues musicians such as Mick Taylor and Eric Clapton until his death in 1992. And as well as playing at prestigious events like the Montreux Jazz Festival, he was also seen regularly playing boogie-woogie piano around pubs in Halifax. Here's something from his final album, One Last Time, on the Bullseye label, Rounder Records Blues imprint, and it's Champion Jack's take on the old barrel house favourite, Drinking Wine Sporty Odie. They go from the house to the house Drinking wine for the order drink wine Wine for the order drink wine
Until one day, to his surprise, up walked Mr. Blackburn. Then Joe Lewis started his career. His future was at stake. He fought from the bottom through the golden glove and on to the heavyweight. Now let us talk about the brown bomber. Oh, tell the nation his story. Good Lord, talk about the brown bomber. Joe Lewis was a fine man. Well, let us talk about the brown bomber. Oh, tell the nation the story. Let us talk about the brown bomber. Well, there's Canary smelling an old bear Just like the Battle of Jericho John Henry Lewis, Jack Dempsey was there Way down in Jericho He fought Max Smellin' the second time Just like the Battle of Jericho Knocked him down, took the crown Way down in Jericho Now a million people, they all were glad Just like the Battle of Jericho Greatest champ we've ever had Way down in Jericho Now let us talk about the brown bomber Oh, tell the nation his story Good Lord, we'll talk about the brown bomber Joe Lewis was a fighting man Well, let us talk about the brown bomber Tell the nation his story Let us talk about the brown bomber Joe Lewis was a fighting man Now just read the story of his life Just like the battle of Jericho His dear loving mother was the light Way down in Jericho She told him to pray, treat your neighbor right Just like the battle of Jericho Very hard work went to bed at night Way down in Jericho Now all you great fighters, you listen to me Just like the battle of Jericho You'll never win a battle until you get on your knee Way down in Jericho Old Peter, Moses, James and John Just like the battle of Jericho Josh, if it the battle and the battle was won Way down in Jericho Now let us talk about the brown bomber Tell the nation their story Let us talk about the brown bomber Joe Lewis was a fighting man Wonderful, the Dixie Airs Recorded in 1948 And their timeless tribute to the great Joe Louis, heavyweight champion of the world, for an astonishing 12 years from 1937 to 1949. The compilation on which you'll find that is an LP called The Golden Age of Gospel Singing from the Folk Lyric label. And Joe Louis' old friend was first there, champion Jack Dupree, and his take on drinking wine sporty ordy. One Last Time was the name of champion Jack's final album, released by the Bullseye Blues label, in 1993, the year after his death. Thanks to those of you who've sent in donations to keep this podcast 
and its presenter and the presenter's dog going. I'm very grateful for your support. It's really kind of you. Thanks a lot. And special thanks to those of you who've become patrons in order to make regular contributions. New patrons to thank today are Sandison48, Milton152, Guys or Geese, Leakin Cart, David Kane, Jim Hall 1968, someone called YCN0149 The Madge, Marion Kramer, and Crosslane01. And if you want to become a patron or just make a one off donation, go to my website, andykershaw.co.uk, then go to the podcast pages, any of the podcasts will do, scroll down and look for the buttons which say donate or be my patron. Click on one of those and then turn out your pockets. I'm very grateful for any contribution you can send. I don't have any sponsors for this podcast, nor advertisers. And I don't want to have to make these podcasts available by subscription only. I just ask if you enjoy these programmes and you're able to, send us a couple of quid a month. And thanks a lot to those of you who have. We have Songlines as our media partner. but They don't actually give us any money, but they very kindly give us a free advert in every issue of the magazine. Now, our friend and previous Kitchen Session performer, MG Boulter, Matt Boulter, is about to release a live album recorded just a few weeks ago in July at one of my favourite venues, The Temperance in Leamington Spa. I've done a couple of gigs there in that uh, cosy cellar and I love the place. The Temperance's creator and owner, Adrian Gaines, started a new label specialising in the release of live recordings made at the venue. Matt Bolter's is the first, live at the Temperance, it's called, not unreasonably, and from it, here's Nights at the Aquarium. I like monsters in movies, the ones who try to kill the hero, but they faint. Never come back for the sequel There's a girl, she cries on the train And she tries hard to hide her face And I want to sing I'm not in all we're ordinary So carry on anyway I clean people's houses I sort through their things Days off I go to the aquarium Just to walk amongst the fishes And I see friends Friday nights Bachelor girls, they are not satisfied Drink the devil's blood and apologize For not feeling myself You see, I thought I'd be so much more not Older with debts I cannot afford I told you I wasn't kind But do you become satisfied? Restaurant. He does not know what he wants 
I want him to love me But when we're out his eyes They always roaming Nights at the aquarium Oh how I long for them Nights of aqua blue Dreams subterranean Sea fishes look magnificent So colorful and innocent And I think I could be colorful And innocent too New Age cowpersons from Western Australia, and that's their bluegrass take on U2's I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For. They specialise in doing very unlikely and implausible covers in a bluegrass style, and they do them really well. That was a track from their second album, Strange on the Range, from 1998, 
and that was on the Hoodlum label. They, they also do one. It's a bluegrass version of the Bee Gees staying alive. M.G. Boulter was first there, Nights at the Aquarium, from his new album, Live at the Temperance, on Temperance Records. Now, if you want to get in touch, the easiest way to do that is, again, go to my website, andykershaw.co.uk, and click on the contact button, which is at the top right on the homepage. Type your message, and then that comes through to my personal email account. Oh, and do please spread the word among your friends about the podcast, particularly this one, if you've got pals who are also Big Loud and Wainwright fans. Let them know. Go tell it on the mountain. We'll be back with Loudon down in the kitchen after this. One that producer Peter Everett found recently, and until he did, I didn't know there was a live recording of this Atlantic R&B classic. So thanks, Peter. King Curtis and the Kingpins, King Curtis on sax, of course, Cornell Dupree on guitar, recorded on stage at the Fillmore West in San Francisco on February the 7th, 1971, just a few months before King Curtis was stabbed to death on the steps of his New York City apartment block. You'll know the original, but just listen to this live version of Memphis Soul Stew. Thank you. Today's special is Memphis Soul Stew. We sell so much of this, they gonna make some Frisco hot stew. Give me about a half a teacup. A bass. That's our bass player from Macon, Georgia, Gerald Jamont. And now we need a pound of fat back drums. Pretty ladies and gentlemen on the drum. And four level tablespoons of ball and Memphis guitar now. Carnell Dupree from Fort Worth, Texas on the guitar. of organ. Pinch of Memphis horns. Memphis horns. 
now we're gonna have a little dash of Mississippi Congettos. Morales, ladies and gentlemen, the Congetto. Now I need a hand playing the horn.
That was King Curtis and his band with a live version of Memphis Soul Stew. We're back down in the kitchen with Loudon Wainwright. Loudon, thanks very much for coming and doing this. It's uh, it's like a real privilege to have you here. Thanks a lot. You know you've been one of my favourites since bloody childhood, so... <laughs> well, I, I'm happy to be here and... Uh, and uh... I appreciate all the attention you've given me throughout the years. It's, it's helped. <laughs> well, can I say, I, I was almost moved to tears when you got your Lifetime Achievement Award in yeah. the BBC Two Folk Awards about, what was that, four or five years ago? Yeah, yeah. And when you went up on stage to collect it, you, you, the first two people I think you thanked were me and John Peel. Yeah, so. well, you guys were instrumental. You know, John, at the very beginning, he played the hell out of those first two albums yeah. and then you just kind of took over and um, everybody was listening to those radio shows so I I remember the first time I showed up here to play probably in 1970 or 71 at the Birmingham Town Hall and it was sold out it was packed wow. I, I wow. couldn't even believe it but it was because of all the airplay that I've been getting on Radio 1 yeah that was John in those days yeah, yeah. just John wow. I have also a memory of this guy up in the balcony seats and you could tell by the hair that it was Robert Plant <laughs> and uh, I think he called out for Motel Blues right. <laughs> when he was a tousled rock god yeah he? yeah well he's... And, and then you met again because I've got a lovely photograph upstairs at Crop Ready at Crop Ready in 1998 yeah uh, when our sonny my lad was only about eight or nine months old and sonny's in your arms I'm in the middle, and Robert's on the other side. The That's th right. The three yeah. of us backstage at Crop Ready. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I've, I've known him a long time. and um, He's a smashing bloke, isn't he? He's a great guy. He's, yeah. The great thing about Robert, and I think it's also true, the other one, somebody else I really admire for the same reason, is regardless of all the success, and regardless of the millions they must have made over the years, both Robert and Keith Richards are essentially still fans. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I spoke to Keith about five years ago. Yeah. And all he wanted to talk to me about, and all I wanted to talk to him about, were his favourite guitarists. Yeah. And he was raving about, still about Chuck Berry. Yeah. And Robert Johnson. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you think, after all he's done and all he's achieved, at, at heart he's still a fan. And Robert's just like that as well. Yeah, yeah. No, their, their love for the music is intact. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of Robert Johnson, you better come on in my kitchen, Loudon, because it's going to be raining outdoors. Oh, <laughs> hello. I'll tell you what, this kitchen, acoustically, strikes me it would be the perfect place for a, a version of Fame and Wealth. Oh, okay. I think, but to do it properly... I should go over by the you, refrigerator? You, you go over there by the kitchen sink. All right. And, and we'll start holding your guitar, you all right? I'll just put it right here on the couch. Okay. Fame and wealth, that's what I'm after. Oh, Books and praise are what I crave. Books and praise are what I crave. I get them hardly matters. For these things, I'll be your slave. I'll kiss your feet, I'll kiss your kister. Kiss your kisser.
my mind, my heart, my soul, you got them. This ain't no joke. It's for real. Draw up the papers and I'll sign them in my own breathless. Make a deal. You can have my wife and children. I'll hand over mom and sis. And my whole guitar. I can't remember the rest of the Oh, song. brilliant. Thank you. Hey, way I fame. Well, that's what I'm after. Bless and praise. and banjo. Take them all, I insist. <laughs> or something. Speaking of the banjo, I brought the banjo. Yeah, yeah. Should, should we play a, a banjo song? Sure. Let me just get it out of the case. God, I wonder if I can remember this one. <laughs> well, you mentioned this, uh, this Charlie Poole uh, thing that uh, I did with my friend Dick Kinnett. High, wide, and handsome. Aside from singing, uh, you know, the songs that Charlie Poole sang, we uh, sang, we wrote some songs, and this is a song I wrote called High, Wide, and Handsome. Uh, six and four. Saturday night I like eating and dancing. I sleep all day Sunday so I'm ready for more. High, wide and handsome, you can't take it with you. High, wide and handsome, that's one way to go. Let's live it up, might as well we're all dying. High, wide and handsome, let's put on it. Can't quit what will kill me, so why even bother? I love this hard living, why even try? I'll be high, wide, and handsome till I kick the bucket. I'll be high, wide, and handsome all the day. Motto, high, wide, and handsome. Call it my creed. Money's just paper, liquor's thicker than water. High, wide, and handsome in thought, word, and deed. Have high, wide, and handsome carved on my headstone with the I was born 
us the date that I died Then take one from the other All that's left is a number Just remember I laughed Twice as hard as I Wonderful. Loudon Wainwright III, live here in Kershaw's kitchen with his uh, song about Charlie Poole, High, Wide and Handsome. I think it, you were in the studio with me one day, like years and years ago at Radio 1, when uh, we discovered we had a shared love of, of Charlie Poole oh, and his yeah. North Carolina rambles. Yeah. But what, what was it for you about them? That... Well, I, I heard him probably around 1970. Uh, in my friend... Uh... Patrick Skye, who was a kind of an important singer-songwriter guy during the folk boom, you know, when you had Dylan and Richard Farina and Eric Anderson and Dave Van Ronk. Uh, Pat Skye was kind of in that. He was a little bit older than me. Anyway, he was a good buddy of mine, and he turned me on to Charlie Poole and the Ramblers. There was a great label in the States called County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they put out all of Charlie's sides, yeah. which were recorded in the 1920s. Yeah, I've got some of those county records. They're, they're wonderful. And now we should uh, let the listeners know that Proper Records, your own label, has put out a, a box set in the UK. I think it's four CDs, and it's everything that Charlie Poole and his North Carolina Ramblers recorded. Yeah. They were wild men, weren't they? Well, he in particular was famously wild, uh, which is uh, code for he was a... <laughs> incorrigible drunk but uh, he was a maniac apparently he was uh, there's no film of him you, you can see film of, of Jimmy Rogers and, and the Carter family and stuff but nobody ever filmed him but he you know would do acrobatics on stage and just do anything to get the audience and he also had a very very if you go and listen to those his records very interesting uh, banjo style which was kind of a cross between the way I play, which is frailing, and his own distinctive kind of picking. And I found out, there's a wonderful book actually, and I can't remember the guy's name, who wrote a whole book about Charlie Poole, but he was an amateur baseball player. Charlie was. Charlie was, he, he was on some team, he was from Spray, North Carolina. It's in the mill country of, of North Carolina. And uh, nobody got paid, of course, but they played baseball, and Charlie, uh, once said to a guy, okay, throw the ball to me as hard as you can, a hard ball, and I'll catch it without a mitt, without a glove. Right. And this guy wound up and threw it really hard, and it broke a lot of the bones in Charlie's hand. Oh. This, this kind of goofy, he might have been drunk when he challenged him. <laughs> anyway, that informed the way that he played the banjo. I see. So it was a deformed hand necessitated yeah, yeah, that it technique. Was, yeah, it, it just created this kind of interesting, strange way that he plays. Right. Pick your favorite Charlie Poole track and we'll play it a bit later in the program. Oh, man, there's so many. Uh, if I Lose is, is, is a great one. Okay. Yeah. What do you fancy playing for us now, then? Bertie's lobbying for colours, but uh, I think we've had one oh dog Oh my God, I don't, that's another one that I would forget, I'm afraid. I'll play you a brand new song. 
what? That's not on the new. That's album. not on the new album, okay. and it's not on nothing. Hang on, just before we move on, why, why, why do you now regret writing covers? Oh, I don't regret it. I, I, I uh, did I say I regret it? I regret so much. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I regret that I don't remember. All right. The shit on the streets of our town comes, comes in, in different shades, shades of brown. brown. What I mean can be seen, seen and be found. found. Take a look, and it's down on the ground. <laughs> like, do you, do you regret writing Dead Skunk? No, not at all. I, I mean, I don't. I don't regret any of these songs. Certainly not any of the silly ones. You know, my heroes, I have a number of heroes, uh, but, you know, I like I like guys that write funny songs. Uh, Tom Lehrer. Oh, wow, yeah. You know, uh, Roger Miller has got to be right up there in my pantheon of great, great, wonderful songwriters. You know, Ray Stevens, The Streak, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Silverstein. Oh, man. The Boy Named Sue, yeah. you know, great, great, funny songs. I mean, Shell, of course, and uh, and Roger Miller were switch hitters. I mean, they could write serious, sad, very moving songs. Yeah. But uh, I don't regret any of my novelty songs. No, I just wondered, you know, because sometimes I've been to your concerts and it's like people said, oh... He, he won't do it. He won't. They, people call out for Dead Scott. You yeah. know what's happening now in my advanced age? I'm doing dead scum. Whoa! <laughs> because I'm thinking, hey man, these people want to hear it, and it sure paid for a lot of child support. <laughs> God. Did I ever tell you a story about colours on Radio Two on BBC Radio Two? I don't. I don't think so. Because you probably weren't in the country, but there was a presenter on Radio Two. I can't remember what it was, and it was when colours came out yeah. as the B side to a single in. Uh, the UK on Demon Records yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah that sounds right do you remember what was, what was it the B-side to um, could have been an animal song was it okay anyway this DJ is on Radio 2 live and notices he has like two and a half minutes three minutes to fill before he goes to the news at the top of the hour yeah. so fumbles around amongst his records and comes up with the single your new single and looks at the time and thinks, oh, that'll do. What a, it seems like there's a lovely yeah. title. Colours, yes, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. play that. That was a Donovan song. <laughs> and then he came out. Over National Radio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Sonny and Dolly used to love it when they were when they were tiny. Daddy, Daddy, put, put the dog poo song on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're rambling. Um, well, I'll go from... What's this uh, What's this The ridiculous... One? I don't know if this is sublime, but it's certainly not... Novelty song. I put up a boundary, hoping to get free from some of the sorrow that's come to you and me. It has been a way of life that has gone on for years. I wouldn't call it living, just shame, resentment, pain, and tears. I put up a boundary to try to keep you out of my life, off my mind. Though there is little doubt, there's no way I can banish you from my foolish Heart after all, I'm only human 
for my own good way to smart. Dividing line. It marks the limits of some space and no trespassing sign. One day my boundary may come down and we might try again. Or you could choose to opt out and not bother to come in. I put up a boundary. What else could I do? I could not protect myself I'd Take care of you And yet there's no way I could banish you From my foolish heart After all, I'm only human From my own good way too smart If only I could banish you from my foolish heart. Wow. Thanks very much. What's that called then? Boundary. Written very recently. Pretty recently, yeah. That's, a, that's the most recent song I have. Good. No, Loudon, it's been wonderful. Thank, thanks ever so much. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your dates in the UK and in, you're going to Ireland as well, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to do Dublin. a show in Dublin. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the, the new record, Lifetime Achievement, uh, does as well as it should. Thank, thanks ever so much. All right, Andy. All the best. Thanks. <laughs>
of dreams, a heart full of love, and they weigh nothing at all. Soon I'm gonna see that love look in her eyes. I'm a hoop and a holler away from paradise. Travel in light, travel in light. I just can't wait to be with my baby tonight. I just can't wait to be with my baby tonight. Just can't wait to be with my baby tonight. I just can't wait to be with my baby Thunder 
John B. Spencer, Out With A Bang, the title track of his 1993 album for Round Tower Records. A great polymath was John, superb songwriter and performer, occasionally singer with home service, crime novelist, publisher and artist agent. He died, alas, in 2002 and he was only 57. He made some fine records. Before John, it was the Dayton family from Barnsley or thereabouts, and their take on Travelling Light from the 1988 album Acoustic Music to Suit Most Occasions, and that was on Ian Anderson's Rogue label at the time. I'll be with you in a minute, Bertie. They're all grown up now, of course, the Dayton children, and Rosalie Dayton, who was the baby of the group back then, successfully makes records now on her own. Here's one of the tracks from the Free Cover Mount CD with the August-September edition of Songlines magazine. There's always a free CD with the, the magazine. Fiddler Lewis Wood guiding us through some clog dancing.
Boy, I thought you meant the world to me But now things have changed and those days are gone forever Though I'll never shed another tear I'll never shed another tear Now I don't care what happened You have proved your love untrue to me And nothing you can do that would ever change my feeling Though I'll never shed another tear With a broken heart I'll never forget the vow we made together Many times you told me not to fear But now you've forgotten and you Left me here forever, though I'll never shed another tear. I'll never shed another tear. Now I don't care what happens. You have proved your love untrue to me. There's nothing you can do that would ever change my feeling. Though I'll never shed another I've told me, dear, that you was only fooling Then I'd never learned to love you so Then I wouldn't have all these heartaches, my darling Dreading the day I'd see you go I'll never shed another tear Now I don't care what happened You have proved your love untrue to me There's nothing you can do that would ever change my feelings So I'll never shed another tear Quando 
Kenya's Kilimambogo brothers, Wakumbuki Wazazi, the song from their album Simba Africa on Gunter Gretz's popular African music label. Lester Flat on the guitar and Earl Scruggs on banjo in the middle, I'll Never Shed Another Tear, and it's from that LP I mentioned earlier, the one I picked up from the second-hand record store on Todmadin's Sunday Market a few weeks ago. No date on it, but it, it looks like mid-60s to me. It's on the Mercury label, and the LP's called Lester Flat and Earl Scruggs with the Foggy Mountain Boys. Great sleeve. On the front cover, they're standing there wearing red jackets and holding the guitar and the banjo. And behind them is their tour bus, which is painted up in the colours of Martha White Flower, which was a, um, a flour mill in Nashville, which was the uh, sponsor of Flat and Scruggs for many years. And there's, there's a great quote, a great endorsement on the back of the sleeve. It says, Mr. A.O. Stinson, advertising director for Martha White Flower, has this to say. The success of the association of Martha White Flower and the Flattened Scruggs show has, has been unequalled in the flower business. Can you think of a, a duller endorsement than that? And the first one there was Fiddler Lewis Wood, best known, I suppose, for being a member of Granny's Attic. And this is a new solo album from Lewis, uh, as well as the track that he has on the free cover mount CD of Songlines magazine, the August-September edition. And it's all step-dancing tunes, the album. Tunes he's written, clog-dancing tunes, if you like. Footwork, it's called. And it's on the Grindon Records label. And that track that we heard was Kick Down the Door. And that's about your lot for today. Thanks, as always, to producer Peter Everett and to my friend Marvin Ware for technical assistance. I'm ever grateful to Songlines, our media partner, for the free advertising. Thanks very much to Paul Gagan, Simon Broughton and Alexandra Petropolis there. John Bursko, as usual, was on catering. Thanks very much, John. And a huge thank you, of course, to Loudon Wainwright. What a really special afternoon it's been. But most of all, Thanks very much to you for listening. Please donate if you can, and I'll leave you with this one. T-Bone Walker, the inventor of the electric blues guitar, recorded in Los Angeles in 1950. I walked away. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. So long.
Yankee van man wouldn't know when to stop, so I sagged my grip and I walked away. Yes, 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 I walked away. Now she plays all day, she fussed all night, it over my mouth, she was ready to fight. So I packed my grip and I walked away. 